0: This show, they cover the biggest news stories, give their fact based opinions, and interview many great people from all over the fruited plains. These stories and experiences are what make up the fabric of this great country. This isn't just any show. This is the Matt and Chan Show. Now, live from Fresno, California, here are your hosts, Matt and Chan. All right, guys, welcome back to the Matt and Chan Show. Rocking it solo, but we got J-Dubs. We are doing a quick reaction, the biggest news of the night we saw. Um, First the Melania tapes, but now Trump and Melania both have COVID-19, and we've already seen pretty much the left's response to this. It's actually pretty sick in a lot of ways. They are already – we have people wishing death on Trump, people celebrating that Trump is sick. J-Dubs, what's some of your first reactions from seeing this?
1: Um. You know, starting with the Melania stuff, um, since that was kind of the first news to break. Um, you know, I thought it was kind of pathetic. I don't really care. It sounds like a uh, uh, someone complaining about being stressed about because she has such a probably one of the most stressful jobs <laughs> around, especially being Trump's wife, being the first lady of the United States. She she's constantly stressed and sounds like she's uh, kind of just expressing her emotions to someone she thought she could trust in while she's being recorded. And who knows if, uh, did she consent to that recording? Whatever whatever it was, it was wrong to release this. (laughs) And and her complaining about putting Christmas decorations up. Has anyone ever put any Christmas decorations up and says, I love doing this? Come on, man.
2: (laughs) Come
0: Come on, man. man. (laughs) You got to pull the Biden, the Biden, come on, man.
1: Exactly, dude. She's stressed, and and that's a stressful job. She, you know the whole rose garden. Come on, man. The whole the rose garden. She she, ha- she helped do a lot of that rose garden thing that was for the uh for uh, Trump taking um uh, taking the the uh, Republican National Committee whatever uh, that whole situation there. She she the first lady does a lot of stuff at the White House a
0: ton and of she, stuff and she doesn't get enough credit for i'd say like like when we see like christmas at the white house it's not like oh i'm putting some lights up i'm putting a tree up it's like we're setting up like 40 trees we got like string like there's a staff that helps with that but it's like there's a lot of planning that goes into it there's probably meetings that she probably has to attend i, I don't know exactly all the the jobs of the first lady per se just because we don't really see it yeah. um but it's like yeah it's really it's really interesting but like you said it's like somebody That's went nice. and invented it's like she was venting and I'm actually going to pull up the clip just because I think this is gonna be first off in the morning I know it's late right now it's 11:40 here so um 140 at your time right yes sir <laughs> so I'm gonna click and share my screen real quick um yeah and just really like just really surprised so here we go we got the clip right here so here we go
2: him, I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. Well, it's, where it, I am,
1: I put. A, I'm working like a. Ask my. Ask I know Christmas stuff that you know. Who gives a f- about the Christmas stuff and decoration? But I need to do it, right? Yeah, but correct. hundred percent. You have and no then, choice. And okay. And then I do it, and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas. And they said, Oh, what about the children? They were separated. Give me. Break. The,
2: uh, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that? I know. They, they, I cannot go. I I was trying to get the, the kid reunited with the mom. I, I, I didn't have a chance. It needs to go through the process and through the law. But here's my thing. You hear what you just said. But instead of that, if if you just your messaging. You, you were so what? They were. would not do the story. We put it out. They would not do the story. until would not believe it. They would not do the story because no, no. they are not. They would not do the story because they are, they are, they are against us because they are liberal media. No. If I go to Fox, they will do the story. I don't want to go to Fox. It,
1: it's so yeah. interesting. I mean, one uh, there's uh, oh. it, to hearing her being hostile toward you know, decorating the White House for Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, because the important part of that was actually um, the commentary after that. Um, when when you hear uh, them him talk about oh uh, an attack on Christmas, which is attacking uh, Christians who uh, complain about people removing the word Christmas and replacing it with happy holidays, which is to me, it's like, it's not that big of a deal to me. Uh, you know, I look at big, I look at things a little bit bigger picture stuff than, than something like that. I don't get bothered by stuff like that, but it, I, I love how it's a little slight little jab at uh Christians who get offended. You know what I'm saying? It's, and the thing is she wasn't complaining about Christmas. It was never an attack on Christmas. It was somebody who stressed out out of her mind and really upset that, uh, it, it, it's constantly, they're always constantly attacking them. They're constantly attacking them. Yep. She was trying to, trying to help and trying to do things at the border of Trump war because they were handling a mess that was started originally with the Flores Act. And then it came, and, it all, and then this, when it, when it came to Obama, he took this up with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decided that separating the, the children from the parents um, would uh, is is more humane than putting children with whoever their guardian they came in, in with or parents in in, a pr- in a, with adult prisons? So um, there is some logic there. I mean, let's be honest, and 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 to also, uh, I mean, it, it it bothers me that people pretend that uh, child sex trafficking at our border isn't a problem. They don't know about it. They don't want to talk about it. And, I, you know, if you can pull the graphic up of how many, uh, how many uh, arrests tr- uh, Trump administrations made uh, uh, against tra- sex trafficking, it, it, it's, it's astonishing. It dwarfs the numbers of, of uh, previous administrations. And th- that's the whole, that was the whole purpose. No one wants to see the problems that were actually the, the children in cage things and them not having bedding. The problem is that with that is that ICE was underfunded the entire time. They were underfunded. They didn't have the resources to actually keep up with the amount of uh, population that was coming through the borders at the time. I got that number for you. So
0: 6,154 arrests were made, so a 200% increase. That was in 2019 from the Obama administration. So there goes to show you there's there's your evidence right there. Um, and that was, I guess, on the fact check. And now we have fact checks. That wasn't a thing before President Trump, as you know, right? We It was kind of like, oh, we'll go through and see if they said any lies. But President Trump comes in and all of a sudden we have the fact check on everything, right? And going back to the early debates, the RNC um, and all of that. Remember, uh, not the RNC, but the Republican debates. I was actually watching some of that before the debates Uh, Tuesday night and I was just kind of like wow Um, and going back and watching Hillary Clinton and her debates with Trump and I was just like huh and then watching the debates this last Tuesday and people were like oh well Trump man he was he was fighting and he was aggressive and and all this and that and I'm like really like we got Chris Wallace the moderator who's supposed to be this fair unbiased moderator as and I and we talked about it on the panel the night the night before um, or the day before and i thought i was we were giving him the benefit of the doubt chris wallace um we were like hey i think he'll do he'll do a decent job and i know i watch enough chris wallace on sundays to know that he he'll throw those curveball questions and really try to get people agitated so uh but yeah i know that what were your thoughts on the debate the other day
1: Well, uh going off of chris wallace and you mentioned that you uh you watched his show on sundays and that's that whole debate which i didn't it didn't really seem like one because chris wallace did a poor job moderating it sounded like it was just one of his shows on sunday it was one of his panels on sunday he treated it like that because he he thinks because people have been oh chris chris wallace the tough interviewer sends the gotcha questions no no he's kind of a dick like and uh to anybody you know, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. It's it's just more of the way he he asks his questions. Um, it's always has to have some sort of I gotcha here, you know, it's 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 always gotcha questions. Well, it's, funny,
0: it's funny that you mentioned that because even before the debate started, they had reported that he made a statement that he was gonna try to stay out of the debate as much as possible. Didn't see that on the debate stage. And yeah. if you realize the questions that were asked, it wasn't like it was Every time they asked Trump a question, it was like, well, the experts said this. What do you think, Trump? Do you believe the experts? Do you believe in science? Like, that was kind of the way he goes about it. And then we got, man, I got the flies in here. Um, the, and then you had Biden. And they asked him, it was always Trump's, Trump's words. It was always like, well, Trump said this. What do you think, Biden? And it was kind of like he would egg Biden on a little bit to try to get him, well, well Trump, he didn't condemn white supremacists and the Proud
1: Boys and blah, blah, blah. He asked that question in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that question. And I, and I think in 2016 Trump had a better response to that question, but I, I but the, but then again Trump um, condemned it. He said sure like three times. Mm-hmm. You know, this it, it, it's ridiculous. But the, here's the deal. I I've, and I've talked to people about this and I and the funny thing is when I started like uh, deciding to listen, I was excited to listen to radio talk show hosts the next day um, and listen to see what see where my were my opinion aligned with them. And a lot of people brought up that they or other people realized that Chris, when Chris Wallace in, in the very kind of like, I, I can, I don't know what minute market would be, but he started to. I just got to gotta,
0: really... just gotta mention my, my dad just strolled through right now and he goes, sir, 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 sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir you're not answering my question no
1: (laughs) (laughs) sir sir Um, uh but chris wallace um he you can tell he really started to it was when he was cutting trump off when trump was rebuttaling in the beginning that that's when a lot of people started noticing he's kind of why is he cutting him off we had to give, you, you have to give your, each other two minutes and then open discussion. What about rebuttaling? Can they not rebuttal? But he would let Biden rebuttal, and he wouldn't interrupt Biden when Biden was rebuttling. But when Trump was rebuttling, you know, Trump, and I'll use the words that kind of a, a lot of the cast of The Daily Wire were saying, you know, he was being a badger. Trump was being a badger. And at times, he was being too much of that badger. He was He was badgering too much, and with him badgering too much, it did kind of overwhelm people. But the thing is, you, are most people surprised with Trump overwhelming them? Like Trump can be too much at times. And I don't think that's that much of a surprise to most uh, voters. So,
0: yeah, no. And I, I think I think when we looked at the Pew research numbers before the debates in the past few months, the biggest issues is you have all these people voting on, on Trump's popularity and his numbers on like, what are the biggest issues? Is it immigration? Is his stance on uh, being pro-life? Is it going to be on all these different issues? He he does pretty fairly well. A lot of people are like, yeah, we like Trump on the issues. But the biggest thing for Biden was, I think it was like 40%. The 40% of people that are voting for Biden, they're just voting for him because it's not Trump. Yeah. Or So it's literally, that's literally it. So it's literally I think it's it's style. And I, think I wish Trump, Trump I think Trump would have been good, like we said it. If he would have come out in this first debate and gone, and did his statements and i think he would have taken a step back a few times and let biden kind of do his thing because we we know like your your twitter username's corn pop like he's, he's he's he bumbles around he's and and we and there was this big talk about his cognitive de- de- decline but then we watched the debates and didn't look like he had too much problems and um, i'm assuming you're familiar with uh the sarah palin debate um with joe biden he was pretty pretty messed up to sarah palin during that debate and he even in the all right room, and Ryan. Ryan a lot. it's the same biden like i and i think it's the media has come out and they have painted biden as this like messianic figure that's perfect that he's going to save america even though he has this long track record of lying bumbling through speeches and now we're supposed to go after 47 years we're supposed to go joe biden you it's your time it's like hillary clinton it was like they held the spot for Hillary Clinton. Bernie got screwed and all. It's not like I'm supporting Bernie. I wouldn't support a socialist, but it's like, what? It's like, we're waiting turns to see who can run for president. it's like, that's the best. That's the best a Democrat party could have done. A Tulsi Gabbard would have done hundred times better.
1: I would have loved for Tulsi, you know, before I switched parties. Cause I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've told you, but I used to be a Democrat for a tad bit. Don't know why. Don't ask me why but I was my, the why, very first. why why no. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I think it go I don't, I don't know why I thought that, you know, I kind of leaned toward, I thought there was a time where I leaned more towards kind of that JFK Democrat, maybe an old dog Democrat. Um, and, you know, that's obviously not, I've developed my, I've developed and matured a lot since then, but that was the first uh, primary I voted in and I voted for uh tulsi gabbard i really admired her uh first off she's very intelligent she's pretty good in debates and she's not scared about her tracker she's not going to back down she's not going to avoid saying god and 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 i remember they 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 were getting all over her on 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 her twitter for you know being somewhat religious in some ways uh in you know they and they come after about the Syria thing too, it's like Assad. It's like, she's trying to be a diplomat. Like, I don't know how, and she's seen war, she's seen what, what it can be. She's served our country, you know? Uh, and, you know, she's a very interesting character. It doesn't mean I agree with her on a lot of her politics, but she would be better now than Biden. She would be a way better candidate. And you notice, and this has been multiple years, Hiller wasn't the best on the stage. Honestly, I forgot his name, but that there was an army general, I believe, that was running for president in 2016, and they would never let him talk during the debates. I forgot who he was. He was a general, I believe. Um, um, But they would never let him talk. It was like, I remember remember when it was just, they would avoid him because there wasn't that many people running. It was uh, Hillary Clinton, and uh, bernie and then i was thinking it was like that guy that was just there and they never had, they never had given yeah. questions like they well, the, democrat, the democrat party it's like everything's scripted
0: they have a plan for everything everything's like it's just like very and that's why i think why i'm a conservative libertarian ex-conservatarian per se is the thing is i think and there's a lot of people go well man republicans can't unite on everything and i think it's because we're all individuals and we all have our different stances on it. Like literally some people will wave a little bit more liberal on site, but they will be a conservative still. That's not where like, there's like the extremist of conservatism or libertarianism. It's like, and that's where I kind of think people are kind of like, you're maybe a moderate right on some issues and maybe some, maybe you're a little left to center on some issues. And like you said, the, the Democrats, uh, like, like you said, you were a former Democrat, that blue dog Democrat, it's going to play the middle. They're going to negotiate. They're going to be able to play both sides and, and kind of be able to go, Hey, yeah, we can actually get a compromise, but that's not that's not the left nowadays. It's all about
1: power. It's, it's literally not. Not. <laughs> it, you can a blue dogs in the lead. We had a blue dog came out in Ohio, didn't we? Just have a, a we, she came out and said Trump supports my values more than Biden does in Ohio, in a battleground state. Yep. So we're we, we're seeing that, and I think we had another one. It was in Georgia. I think most of them came and talked at the uh, Republican National Convention. A few of them, all of them, minorities. That came out and talked, people yep. of color. The people, you know, for for somebody that they claim is such a white supremacist racist, Trump's done the. Trump's helped the Republican Party actually get into uh, minority communities better.
0: Yep. For someone yep.
1: that claim is such a racist, he does such a good job in the Latino community where he's just honestly has a surge going on right now. And,
0: we saw it, uh, I think it was 60, 66% Telemundo poll. And I think you're, you're going on a good point here because Trump didn't do with what every politician politician came before him. He actually said, hey, and he said to the black community during the election, what do you have to lose? You've been made all these promises by the Democrats and nobody's, fallen through, like, nobody's followed through on these promises. Um, yeah, if you want to continue, I just think it, Trump's doing so well within the black community and the Hispanic community that people don't know about because the mainstream media won't cover it. It's because he's delivering results. I think he just, I don't know if you heard about the platinum plan just recently,
3: $40 billion,
0: $40 billion to rebuild black businesses and homes that were damaged during some it's of the, 40 billion? I think it was 40 billion. If I'm
1: looked that up, cause I think I might've said a wrong number in a, in a conversation with somebody and I would love, I, I know, you know,
0: I want to, I want to make sure I'm saying the
1: right numbers. Oh, 100%. I'll
0: check that. I want to make sure I'm good on that. Yeah, but the, the Platinum, the Platinum Plan, Opportunity Zones, HBCUs, all this stuff that Trump's... The KK called. is a terrorist organization. Three days before the debate, it was a, like an official thing, but like he had condemned it during 2017 after Charlottesville. And that's like the biggest lie I think that bugs me the most about politics now is literally Democrats, even Chris Wallace let it happen in the debate, is people can lie. And there's no repercussions. You can lie under oath as a Democrat, no repercussions. You can spy on the Trump presidency, no repercussions. We know all these names. We have evidence that the Trump campaign was spied on by the Obama administration. The FBI and, all of, and, and the DOJ all were in cahoots. And now they're putting out whatever the HBO series with the Comey. I don't know if
1: you've seen the ads for that. Yeah, speaking of Comey, he was uh, pathetic at his Senate hearing. But um, but to the back to that kind of to the b- debate thing, uh, um, Trump. I, I just I, I really think if uh, I, there's no way you can control Trump, there's just no way. And people ex- wanting wanting him to change up and do this and that, it's not happening. His numbers uh, look the same from when he was going against Hillary. Sixty percent of people said that were watching CNN and MSNBC. SMBC or YouGov, et cetera, et cetera, 60%. Trump actually went up by a point. He went from 27 to 28%. You know, like that's what it was from 2016 to 20. He's not the best debater. But the thing is, what, what bothered me is that if you actually look at it, like if you read a transcript or if you look at kind of go back, just question by question, like you look at those clips of his questions, he actually answers questions better than Biden. He actually gives policy proposals and explains his policy better than Biden. Biden sounds like he's ta- using, uh, using headlines from the New York, New York Times. He, he keeps on repeating things. Anyway, what, uh, the most disgusting thing, I haven't heard one person talk about this, how disgusting, it was the this, this most disgusting thing ever is how he pulls his son Beau out of nowhere and uses him, uses him in his military service as a club to hit Trump with over a fucking, over a freaking lie. Better, better. Over, watch the language there. No. I know <laughs> over, over a freaking lie. You know what I'm saying? And that bothers me. You know, because uh, it, it, it was disgusting. Trump never said that about the the vets. He would never say that about the vets. Uh, for a president who who loves this military, who's given back to our military, who's help, who has like a, what was it a 90s. Six percent acceptance rate in how he's dealing with the VA. My dad's a vet. My dad, my dad. I never noticed how much my dad goes as a doctor now. He used to never before. My dad doesn't have insurance. He's, he's an entre- He does his own thing. He's An entrepreneur he doesn't have he doesn't have insurance besides the VA. I see my dad go all the time now. And you know, uh, speaking about the debate that 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 ball he dropped on on um, Biden about the, the three, was it three, the amount of uh, deaths that happened uh, under the Biden-Obama watch on, in the VA. Yep. You know, Biden has no room to talk and to use his son, who was a hero to all of us, a bronze star, to use him as a club is disgusting. A hundred percent disgusting thing during that whole entire debate. And it was a lie. It was yeah. messed up. And but I, again, I, I apologize for the,
0: uh, no, the bad word. I think it no hundred percent. And right remember right off the bat, Trump talks about it because I think Biden said that there was a hundred million Americans with pre existing conditions, and Trump goes, Well, that's wrong. Just calls them right off the bat on that. But I think what I think the biggest one of the best I, I gotta say, one of the, some of the one of the better runs that Trump went on is when he discussed the shutting down of the country with COVID 19. Biden's over here like, yeah, we shut down the country and Trump's responsible for the economy and blah, 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 that Trump did it. And it's all Trump's fault, Trump's fault. But it's like, no, he gave the rights to the states and these states shut down and the economy is still in an upward trend. I know you were talking about, see, maybe some of the little uh, uh, inconsistency in the stock market after especially Trump gets COVID-19, the big news. But I, he mentions the suicides are up that people are – there's more sexual assaults that are that have risen since this started. I think the statistic right now is I think one in four young people have contemplated suicide since COVID-19 started. That's pretty – that's a big statistic. A big statistic. There, in California, in, in my state, in California, there has been more suicides now than COVID-19 deaths. This really? is the stuff we're not talking – yes. Um, I don't have the exact yeah. – Fresno County, where I'm from, Fresno County in, in May, 70% up in suicide rate.
1: That's, so. well, they were, they were trying, do you notice how no one talked about that? It was, it was kind of getting some uh, airtime on Fox. I know that about the increase in uh, suicide hotline and uh, the drug hotline, like people who are addicted and stuff um, can call and they, they talked about the increases in that. And then, but it kind of got slid under the rug after that. No one talks about it, you know, about, about the people. And I don't know if you remember when they originally locked down and shut down all the, um, what was it? The, the, the like non-essential surgeries and the surgeons and the nurses that helped those surgeons out, they all got fired. And then those people couldn't get, um, my little nephew had a, uh, had a, he had to get his, one of his tonsils removed and one of the doctors was kind of worried it might have been cancerous. You know Um, he had that surgery canceled he couldn't do his surgery so my little nephew was suffering with this hard to breathe at night situation and something that they don't know how they couldn't get it scoped because they needed to get it removed they couldn't do that a little kid couldn't couldn't get in because it was an it was an elective surgery a pretty serious thing you know so um, yeah, I, I would like well, I don't think we'll ever know those numbers. We'll never know how many people died be, uh, medic, from medical conditions, but we can see how many people have died from suicide. We can see that, and, uh, and, I, and I think those numbers need to be talked about more because that's a big deal. This is people's lives we're talking about. You know um, Did you hear about the, the guy who shot himself after, he, uh, after defending his bar during a riot? The, I did the I did uh, combat vet.
0: And I didn't even hear about that. And it's because I I think the media, it's just, they don't, as much as they say we're all in this together and that we cherish and they don't even cherish human life anymore. We saw people like David Dorn get shot down in the street, former retired police officer shot in the street. And then his, his wife spoke at the D not the DNC, but the RNC, but there's just like, they don't, there's no care for human life. It's, it's just another life, and it, and it, and all in, in uh, in a quest for power. Really, um, with with the rioting in the streets, these businesses. I was, like, I know, I know people, uh, not n- directly in my family, but friends and and people that are police officers. And I go to work, and I'll see, I'll see police officers, and I'm like, man, think about it. One of these days, I might not see this guy, mm-hmm. because because the the dangers and the threats that they have to deal with on a daily basis and especially with pretty much the hate for the police and law enforcement and, and even military, like people look at you, if you have American flag and you're crazy now, it's like, what, when, when did it become like uh, bad to be uh, pretty much patriotic? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I didn't hear about the, the combat veteran. I don't know if you wanted to maybe talk about that a little bit.
1: Well, uh, I guess uh, he got into an altercation defending his bar and he was attacked and he shot the person who was attacking him. Like the guy was actually getting attacked. The, and then the state, uh, I think the mob, that's when mob rule came into play and convinced the DA to uh, convict him of murder. They talking about a combat vet. And then uh, he took his own life. So um, it's horrible. And, uh, you know, I, I've sent my prayers out to his family. That's, that's horrible. And uh, that, that's the consequences that we're seeing right now. Um, I know it's a little off topic, but the DAV in this country right now, in a lot of these big cities, um, they are lackeys for the left. They are, I've never seen such cowardice from our judicial system ever. And, 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 you know, in our lifetime, but there was one time when there was, there was tons of this types of cowardice. And it was called Jim Crow, where DAs and people in law enforcement were corrupted by mob rule in the south and you're seeing that now but in a different lens obviously not as as obviously to an intense degree but when, when it comes to uh, not prosecuting properly we're not taking due process seriously and we're listening to a mob and a mob rule you get your similarities there and it's scary and it's not good for any american black white Latino. It doesn't matter. It's bad for all of us.
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's really tragic. And I actually pulled up the article. Um, Jake Gardner, 38, it says stepped out onto the the sidewalk in between the two bars he owned on Harney Street in the Old Market area of Omaha. His goal was to assist his elderly father in warding off a large group of protesters from outside the the two bars he owns. The end result was the loss of two lives that evening: the protesters and Jake's. Um, and then Todd kind of talks about him being a target of the left um, and just the traumatic brain injuries. um, And he said, it felt like a war zone. Um, It's just, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's tragic. And this is the left um, and you've read the classics and the quest for power, the Machiavelli, that pretty much the, it it all in the, all in the end for the quest for power. What is it? Um, um, The end justifies the means, right? writing that the famous famous quote and yep. it's it's really it's really a crazy time in our country they talk about with this has been one crazy year and now the news gets bigger and bigger we have trump don uh got him like here in the bobblehead um COVID 19 prayers go out to donald trump and melania yes they that is one thing i want to make sure is out there because that's the president of the united states and as we know there's been a loss of respect for the presidency um and it's like, well, it's like, I remember not, not I disagreed with Obama on pretty much everything Obama did, but it was like, you still respected the office that he was in. You didn't go, Oh man, it's, we had the, the, the start of the, not my president and the mistreatment of our president and all this other stuff. But I'm like, that's an office. That's, that's another fellow human being. I don't think we, everybody makes Trump out not to be like a human being, like, and you guess the presidency has, like you said, it's a higher status in the country. You're the leader of the free world, 340 million people. Um, but then it's like he's just another bro. Honestly, that's what I think about it. I'm like Trump's the guy you'd go get a beer with, and you just go watch some sports with. Like you like big on sports. Like uh, the Kobe Covington. Like he calls Kobe
1: Covington after he wins, and he's like,
0: "Hey man, I watched your fight. Like
1: sweet. Like hey, Trump. Hey, you know, that is- like, the guy that Kobe's going to be fighting next, he was—I don't know if you saw the video. He was all talking about his, his fight where he knocked out Ben Askren, and he was just sitting there talking. And now, and now he's on uh, um, he's on tour with Don Jr. Now, uh, Masvidal is wow. So like, UFC used a lot of he has a lot of respect from uh, athletes because he's been he's been friends with these guys. Yeah, you known these guys. Should uh, we
0: should we pull up the should we pull up the roast? And show some clips back in the day.
1: Oh dude, I, that's that's funny stuff. The um uh, the Snoop Dogg one.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. Let me see. Uh yeah no, it's it's crazy because I'll, I'll sometimes watch this and sometimes you forget. Like man, this was the guy. Like like people people loved and like adored Donald Trump and it's like people are still support him. Like there's like we saw at the RNC, we saw the Herschel Walker. He comes out. He goes man. He goes. Like Don's like the dude. I love when Herschel Walker mentioned, he goes, yeah, there was one day where I asked if you wanted to come with the kids over to Disneyland. And he goes, man, that was a, that was a memory right there seeing Donald Trump and the little teacup or whatever. And I was like, man, that like, cause it's like, he's a guy. And I, and I think people go, man, this Trump, he's just this evil Nazi, like fascist, like all the names in the book. And it's just like, man, I'm like Goebbels, like Biden called him yeah it's just like disgusting oh it's just so bad it's just like but then you have people like biden who's been in pretty much he's been in politics his whole life like it's like really (laughs) let me see um i'm gonna pull up let me see the maybe i'll just pull up the last part but just because he kind of has the whole uh the speech maybe
1: do that let me see okay okay there it is i just find it fascinating how these people were they were best friends with this guy this guy they went to weddings together they went on dinner dates had dinner parties these people these people hung around each other constantly
0: yeah exactly so here we go and Excuse the language. I know we had one earlier as well. Um, yep. So apologize to the listeners for that. But this one, it's Ooh. called Donald Trump Trump drops an F-bomb. But some of this last minute or, or, or so shows really President Trump kind of joking about himself and then really preparing for eventually running for president, which I think was kind of cool to like the whole foreshadowing. Hey, I am going to run like I'm going to be the best president. Like, I just think it's cool. Uh, I just think. Just watching this all these people right here on the screen all best buds are all having a good time you know um all right i'm gonna play this clip
2: what's the difference between a wet raccoon and donald j trump's hair a wet raccoon doesn't have seven billion fucking dollars in the bank
0: <laughs> gotta love that see everybody loves them they're adoring them okay very is that chrissy Teigen. Yeah, Everybody's going through tough times
2: and we all need to laugh. True. I know that better days are ahead. If we believe in ourselves, and the way I believe in myself, and I really do believe in myself. Oh yeah. Come June, if I decide to run, you'll have the great pleasure of voting for the man. That will easily go down as the greatest president in the history of the United States. Me, Donald John Trump. God bless America and good night.
1: That was his actual uh, him coming him him coming out and running for the presidency. It wasn't the escalator. That was before the escalator. It was, and and, and yeah, of course, everybody
0: shows the the Oprah moments. Well, I'll run if I. Like, you know, and I'll only run if I win. So I just, that's stuff right there. It's like people go, it's like, and of course the whole Bobby Bush and all that stuff. And people still were like, we are done with politicians. We want somebody that's going to come in and deliver for the people. Let's try out Donald Trump, the businessman. Let's see what we get. Let's roll the dice. We're not Hillary Clinton's been an establishment politician for years. And people talk about class in the presidency class the John McCain what I think is the the rhino Republicans, the people that are like, we need to bring class back to the presiden- te- presidency. Tell me when the presidency had class. Like, honestly, please tell me. Because yeah. everybody had their mistakes. Everybody had their issues. Like going, even going back to JFK, there was all this controversy with all the women he was sleeping with and all of that. The Bill Clinton of all. Um, and then Bill Clinton comes out and talks about Trump not being presidential
1: during the DNC. It's like, the class, what When exactly when, what, what was it? Was it classy uh, invading a bunch of countries? Was it, was it, was it cl- sending sending our generation, like our, the generation are, our, our, if you have siblings, everyone has siblings sending our, you know, our siblings generation, the ones that are older than us, sending them off to fight these wars, you know, you're talking about back to back generations fighting wars in the middle East, you know, you're talking about tons of lives. Yep. you know um it, it's over what you know you have someone like Colin Powell come out and endorse Biden. Colin Powell lied on the floor and to convince people that Iraq had a nuclear weapon these pe that's not classy exactly. lying isn't classy that that doesn't
0: help america and and the thing is, the, the biggest thing that I remember, remember this statement from a lot of it, well, we might not win, but we'll lose with class. That is the epitome of the, the never Trumpers, the people that have sold our country out to China, the people that are hanging out with Joe in the establishment, the swamp. This is what we're fighting. We're fighting those. The, what is it called? The Lincoln Project? Is that that's right? That the Republicans for for uh, for Joe Biden? Are you kidding me? You're complete sellouts. Sellouts.
1: It's, okay. it's literally it's
0: okay. you're really you're willing to lose with class and or have a like Joe Biden come in, switch the way everything works and functions, stacking the court, changing the ch- taking away the filibuster, pulling out, making it. I was just watching um, Sean Hannity just a little while ago. He was mentioning this, um, and he was, or no, it's Levin. Levin mentioned it. They take away the votes and make it fifty. Kamala Harris is a the VP. They only need fifty votes in the Senate. There goes your country. The Green New Deal gets implemented. Our Second Amendment rights get taken away.
1: It's serious. Like we lose our country. Huh? The filibuster is gone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, D.C. becomes a state anyway it's unconstitutional. Oh, Puerto Rico becomes a state? Yeah, Puerto Rico, we, we inherit Puerto Rico's debt, and we, we, they become a state. Anyway, their people don't, are very mixed on that. They don't, I don't think they want to become a state yet. There's a lot of national pride still in Puerto Rico. Um, I don't know if that's what they want. We don't know that. Yep. And, to, and to force that on somebody in the Senate, you know, with that, where's, their, where's Puerto Rico's representation in our government? but then they don't even have a, a say. If anything, maybe give our territories a, a, a congressperson to come to Congress so they at least have some sort of say to represent their people. If you're going to put some change in there, put a change like that. Don't, you don't go in there and you just consume a territory and then call people out for being imperials. Come on now.
0: Yeah, on. the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. And that's what Donald Trump brought to the table. He said, enough. We've been losing we need to change our foreign policy. We need to get back to the Reagan era of "Hey, uh, peace through strength." We need to rebuild our military. It was decimated under Obama, and Obama not only with the military, the healthcare system. Obama came in for eight years, ruined the healthcare system, and then leaves us unprepared for COVID nineteen. People go, yeah. "Oh, it's Trump's fault," but I'm like, there was nothing in the medicine cabinet. Cabinet, there was nothing. There was no like. And then we're talking about, and you have Cuomo coming out and Newsom. These guys were at least praising Trump initially. And then within a week, they're bashing Trump again. And it's yeah. just like
1: the same. He does a good job when he's in front of Trump or when they're talking. He, he actually does the, uh, the Kendall doll, uh, you know, governor. Yeah. But um, it, it, the thing is, you, you said empty medicine cabinet. It's exactly what we have. How many of us, including our parents, including our grandparents, knew that the politicians we had allowed, or to allowed our resources, allowed us to outsource our medicine, our medicine cabinet, literally the supplies to make our medicines to China. How many of us knew that? How many of us wanted that to happen? Did we know that? I, I and I, I never knew that. My dad didn't know that. I'm sure you, if you ask your parents, they probably didn't know that, and they're probably not happy about it. No one's happy about that. And uh, and in the private sector, we had none of the parts. To build our own stuff initially because all because it's all outsourced yep they, they, they think sent,
0: they sent everything uh, away they sent yep. everything away this is world, world.
1: what it looks like yep. It's surrendering our country it's surrendering uh it's not just our country it's going through you're seeing go happening happening in europe as well around the world you can't surrender your your uh your own national security which is which is more if which is more than just security what, what regular people think your national security is your is uh, your production what you can do to protect your people in yep. your country and keep your people healthy and safe and that is making sure your private sector is doing the work that's necessary for to help your economy and the people flourish and have the supplies they need to flourish uh, yep. trump and he didn't mention this at all this is one of his other bluster uh, you know blusters that he had during the debate was him not talking about how he literally brought the private sector together. And the, since World War II, brought these people together without any government regulations on them and brought them together to create all sorts of stuff, man, that we needed. No, and he, no, dude, that's a great people. point. Nobody
0: talks about that. The whole Operation Warp Speed. And then they go, well, Trump, I knew this was going to happen from week one that COVID-19 was going to happen, right? No matter what, or when Trump closed the country down, Trump didn't do it quick enough. He didn't do it quick enough. Oh, we could have saved 200,000 lives, 200. And then you go into the whole death counts and you realize that a lot of people that had that died from COVID-19 either had one or two health uh, pre existing conditions. So then they're counting it. So somebody could have just, died from having some kind of disease prior to it or some pre-existing conditions. And then it's counted as a COVID-19 death. So it's just kind of like, well, like you said earlier, we are never going to know what, what are the numbers? What are the numbers for COVID-19? We will never know. And they always go $200,000 or 200,000 deaths. um, That's all Trump's fault blood is on his hands i see this on twitter all the time new York's
1: fault. it's the governors in new york it's the governors in philadelphia it's the governor in michigan it's the governor in new jersey uh that uh, actually have uh, had policy that put covid patients in michigan she actually put young covid patients in into these homes because she didn't want to uh have an over oh she didn't want to overfill the hospital so her th- thought process was, let's put a bunch of young people in with old people, young people who are asymptomatic or might be a little sick, giving it to people who don't have a strong immune system, who don't have the T cell immunity, who don't have, they don't have the proper antibodies to defend against us. Let's put those p- young people in there. That's what uh, the governor of Michigan did. And, uh, and then Philadelphia did the same thing with Me, their- uh, with, with Halfwit
0: Whitmer? He's- Remember, remember this. Uh, remember, remember when she uh, she said that you could go out on a boat, but it couldn't have an engine, <laughs> or you couldn't you couldn't buy you couldn't buy seeds to plant flowers or uh, fruits and vegetables in your garden. Remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember all this stuff, and I remember people were upset because people were peacefully protesting it. Did you, and no cities were burning down.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, and then you have—I the, love the CNN reporter. Yeah, we have mostly uh, peaceful protests. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, mostly peaceful. It was,
1: yeah. <laughs> so it's a burning building in the background. They did that so many times, dude. It, it was pathetic. Um, yeah, and and
0: you mentioned you mentioned uh, Cuomo, and uh, I wanted to pull up the video from last from last night's uh cnn uh they brought ted cruz on ted cruz went on cnn wow wow was that that was that was a quite interesting the interaction here um and i think i think everybody needs to see this video because man was this like like cuomo come on man like really like of anybody that's gonna be talking. This guy didn't he have COVID nineteen and was out like working out stuff, like working
1: out. He was out he was out uh driving around to his properties. Who knows what else he was doing? He got called out for it and he, he the guy the guy is a mental midget.
0: Yeah, he really is. It's like he's he's like the he's got the brawn, but not the like the brains, but he thinks he has the brains, you know? Um, but then it's like there's like no logical. So here we go. And this is from the hill, just to give some credit there here we go. This is awesome. Guys like
3: you stand by and stroke your beard you like insane. a wise man instead of telling Chris, the president to get on it when you have power. Tell, up, tell your brother Why don't you talk to the president the way you talk to my brother, Ted? You afraid of him? You think he'll smack you down at
2: home? Is oh, that yeah. what it is? Like, I'm terrified, you walk in the, terrified the, the
3: You guys <laughs> are real <laughs> <almost> <laughs> I'm talking about the president. My brother's not the president. I'm talking about the president. I called you a liar.
2: The one who said your wife was ugly—that guy. You know the, the guy now who won't say anything I, I, about. Him. Oh, this guy's a lie. That's why we, we call him Lie. Intent. We call him Lion Ted. <laughs> we call him Lion Ted. This man is a pathological.
0: So, uh, yeah, it wasn't exactly the clip, but uh, that I was looking for. But, uh, but yeah, he kind of gets into it with him, and he goes, "Man," and he just calls out, he calls out CNN and like everything. He goes. He goes, Cuomo, he goes, CNN, I remember when you guys used to do news. I remember when you guys wanted to do journalism, and it's It's the truth. The Clinton News Network, the fake news network, there's so many nicknames for it now, and people were tired of it. That's why their ratings have dropped. People don't go to CNN. (laughs) It's so bad. I I don't know. I could not work, I I could not get on CNN and, and take myself seriously. Like, they're literally spoon feeding you whatever the talking points of the day are and it's literally the same across every liberal mainstream media news outlet you can literally play them over each other over and over and over again it's like well trump did trump 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 and and i want to kind of get back into that because the reason why we did this podcast tonight is I saw J dubs J dubs blog on Twitter. Make sure to go hit that follow go and, and even hit this, whatever the subscription or the notification button on Twitter. Cause man, this guy has the most fire content. I sometimes I'll, I'll miss an article and I'll be like, man, J dubs got it. Washington post puts out a piece and uh, J dubs actually let you uh, give our, uh, our listeners and uh, people watching this uh, some info on that article that you pulled up.
1: Well, it's a Washington post article that was posted around like twelve forty-five. 45, five right, minutes, after, five minutes, like literally right after Trump came out and said he had, uh, he had he, him and his wife tested positive for COVID-19. And this, uh, opinion post, uh, from the Washington post talked about, uh, can, could you actually pull it up? It's, it was talking about, uh, how he, uh, the world would be better without Trump or how the world would be without Trump. Uh, you know, he's, it was, it was one of the most disgusting headlines I think I've ever seen. And uh, if you could pull it up, Matt, I don't. I you know, I gotta, I gotta head over to J-Dub's
0: blog real quick and get on the page. Um, corn pop? Yeah, corn pop. The hammer and sickle um, on there as well.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. a crossed out. No commies allowed.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crossed out.
1: <laughs> no commies.
0: Yeah. Oh, what? Does the tweet not exist anymore? Did they delete it? They
1: deleted it. Dude, this is breaking news.
0: Oh, Dude. my gosh. These guys. Let me see if it's on my phone real
1: quick. That Maybe I have it still pulled up from when we were Sorry, talking.
0: that page doesn't exist anymore. They pulled it down. <laughs> They pulled it. The tweet is unavailable. Dude, I still have it, though, on my phone. Thank go. you. Thank you. And to our listeners out there and the people that are not watching on YouTube, please go to YouTube right now and check this out, the opinion. Imagine what it would be like to never have to think about Trump again. They pulled the piece. That is the left for you, folks. Should I send this to you? Yeah, send that to me. Uh, it. it says it
1: right on the bottom, dude. <laughs>
0: I'm, I, and the reason why we did this podcast, I was like – I saw it, I called them, and I'm like, man, I know it's going to be like 1 a.m. over there, but this is like breaking news, and it's I wanted new. to just drop some commentary on it and just really debunk the left's lies about President Trump and the whole Biden. And that's kind of what I want to segue into is we've been talking about Trump most of the time and how pretty much the, the unfair treatment, a lot of the lies, just coming in and debunking the lies that the left continues to spout for the last four years, even before he's president, it was like, I make up these stories, and now... COVID-19, Trump has COVID-19. And then you have people wishing, the Washington Post, who probably pulled this down like half an hour ago, probably like, yeah, people probably shouldn't wake up to that, that headline, whatever. And it's what, 3.30 on the East Coast. They're probably not a good idea to have that article front and center on the Washington Post, probably not. And then you have the Melania tapes, the leaked out tapes of somebody that was your friend that you were venting to, and you probably thought it was very safe. In the White House, Like, I guess it was like, an East wing, like helper or like friend, like she was friends with this person that worked in the White House and then she didn't work there. She wrote a book. Oh, and what happens? We happen to be in October, the October surprise. And now Trump has COVID-19. There's always some kind of October, October surprise. surprise. This is truly the October surprise, but CNN, they're probably over there like, oh yes, oh man, this is it. We finally got Trump. He got COVID-19. And honestly, I think it might be a good way to, if Trump gets healthy fairly quick, people are going to go like, what because trump's like what 70 right now or 69 or 74
1: he's, he, he looks like he, he looks like he's younger he looks like he's like in his 60s and then you see him guy. dancing
0: and then you see him dancing
1: then what <laughs> i've never seen somebody who loves some loves the drama like he loves and it and it and like, it, it gives him so much energy
0: he you know loves, he, he loves it like people people go Trump gets stressed out. Trump does this. I'm like, no, this guy thrives. This guy thrives off the the chaos and the conflict. He does. And and I think the aggressiveness, going back to debate, is think about it. For three and a half years, you've been punished by the media. You've literally, they have so many articles that have been written. We had the Atlantic piece a week ago. Well, wow, that Trump or a week and a half ago, remember when they were saying that Trump, what was it that he called soldiers losers? And then it got debunked within 24 hours. And then you have now the, this whole Bologna tapes. Now they're trying to get his wife. Not like they couldn't, they couldn't get Don Jr. on a phone call. Oh, that he was colluding with Russia. To try to get Don Jr. And he spent whatever millions on legal fees. And then they're like, okay, what are we going to do next? There literally, is just like a, I feel like I'm in a cycle. The last the last four years has been a cycle. What's the next gotcha moment? Um, mm-hmm.
1: What's next? What's next? We gotta we, we we keep on getting these little surprises, like his tax plan, dude. Uh, the new I, what I didn't know, and I was listening to somebody like in the New York the New York Times that posted uh, that tax thing. I guess all the way in the bottom it talks about actually how much money he paid in taxes.
0: You no, know, you know that is that know is the that? key. You know that is that? I didn't actually know about that. And it's because it was 10,000 words. It was 10,000 words, that article. It was like planned. Don't tell me it was not planned. And then you have Biden's campaign coming out with buttons and stickers and t-shirts about taxes. Are you kidding me? Really? A day after? They were so quick on that. It was like day of. The Biden campaign was like, buy your Trump's tax return shirt. I was like, what the...
1: (laughs) You're you're kidding me, right? Like, he has... He has a propaganda wing he, 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 he does. has. These are these people are the propaganda wing for the left.
0: They, they literally are. They literally are. It's you uh, can argue that. Hey, so and, and what we're going to see is well, like we're going to talk about Joe Biden here in a second because we have some good content on Joe Biden. Like, I just want to. So J-Dub's name on there is, of course, Corn Pop. Hammer and the sickle. And of course the, the X out, no commies. No, we don't allow commies. We don't no, like,
1: no No, yeah, well,
0: we got to keep a few of the commies around. Right. Um, yep. Yeah, I rush. I think rush would always say that rush. Limbaugh, he says, Yeah. you always got to keep a few socialist communists around that professor. Just let them, but never, but now we're letting these ideas full, full like movements. Now the, like socialism and this is like i know that's something we do the work at turning point usa it's like socialism sucks big government sucks it's like i don't know why people would want socialism it's and go check out our one of our last few episodes i think it was three two episodes it was last friday we covered marxism we covered the communist manifesto because a lot of people you're a marxist but then don't even realize what term you're they're using but we go through that um but yeah we're gonna pull up the corn pop we're gonna pull the two minute clip of him talking about corn pop, I think it's really important because people actually don't know the speech. Some people kind of, kind of know it; they heard, they've heard them in the montage. Or, or, but I think it's, I think it's worth the watch. I think our listeners, I think, will enjoy this. Let me pull this up. Oh man, corn pop, man! Here we go.
3: I learned a lot, and I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area and I was one of the guards, and they weren't allowed to It was a three-meter board. And you fell off sideways, you landed on the damp, uh, the dark cement over there.
0: Sounded like me. Corn Pop <laughs> that was. That was you earlier. <laughs> He's
3: a bad dude. Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he a, ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. Yeah, he, and back in those days, you show how things had changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a baby cap. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board. Or I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Not a joke. There was a guy named Bill Wright, mouse, the only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement where mechanics, where, where, where all the pool builder the is. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut <laughs> off the six-foot length of chain. He pulled up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walked in the car and said, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. I said, you're kidding me. He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with the chain and I walked up to my car. And they had spent those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in the rain barrel, get them rusty. And I looked at them, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again, but I shouldn't have called you. Esther Williams, I apologize for that. I apologize. But I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, You apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that, not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, Okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again.
0: Oh my gosh. And the cringiest thing about it is that's the part that everybody always sees. But that speech goes on for, like, 15 minutes. Like, it's, like, a really weird, like, weird speech. I wish I could just play it all. I just People recommend In
1: the background, they're, like, they're all, like,
0: talking.
1: They don't know, like, dude, I'm not listening to
0: this. <laughs> it's, like, guys, come on, man. Like, come on. Uh, but, yeah, so.
1: Mad dude.
0: So, and then the other clip that is always famous is hairy legs everybody that's another one is because so everybody knows that joe biden is a creep and he smells little kids and he smells he smells everybody he he gets in all close and they got the famous biden so he's like sniffing um but i'm gonna show j dubs and i've sent this to a few people already and this video has been out a while but it is hilarious because it's like it's called hairy legs and it's called, it's this guy named Shmoho Yo. Um, he does songified things. He does, he did a debate with Weird Al. So they songified the debate from Tuesday night already. They did it with Hillary Clinton. They did the Mitt Romney debates and Obama. And it's, those ones I think were pretty good. Those debates, were like music wise, like they actually flowed a lot better. Now they have like Weird Al doing them. They're kind of, eh. But this one, they do one for Trump too. I might have to show you that one too about Trump and the ramp. That one's, that one's good. But I'm going to pull that one up. The, the hairy legs. Play a little bit of that. I think we'll. I just think if you're listening to this, please flip on your YouTube right now. Like and subscribe to the Matt and Chan Show. Throwing that out there right now. Um, shameless plug. Um, here we go. Here we go.
2: President, who understands Coldplay is the best friend in the world. That's wrong. You got that wrong. No. Look,
3: I. I got hairy legs. I'm best equipped to beat Donald Trump. Yeah. That's what your opponent so. well, said. You. Why are you a better choice than your opponent's? I got hairy legs. I said turn long in the sun. In the sun. don't love my legs. I feel this taste of.
2: Yeah. That's right. That's I said it's better here. I said it's better to get I said What's the a oh yeah. bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys.
0: It's so I found that I, I I just love it. And you could tell that I've listened to it like a million times. Like that one, that one's just fantastic. I just send it to people just because it's like, oh man, and my co-host Chan, man, he, because he had seen it before uh, I did, because I knew about corn pop, but like going back and watching the whole 15 minutes of it. And now there's like, they've animated the corn pop. Like it's like a story, like freedom tunes. They're really good. They actually made like pictures to go with, like everything so it's like they're like cartoons they got the songs and i'm like man i'm like joe biden actually seems like a pretty good guy right there i like joe biden in that um not on his policy or any of that stuff i'm like man but he's got a pretty good voice there the auto tune pop was a bad dude and it's just kind of, i just i don't know i just love that little like just like it's just such a meme like that's just like but it's like when you look at joe biden and like him running i'm like that literally is and then all the stuff he says is just like It's like, yeah, I just think that was, I just love pulling that video up. So, and then they did one with Trump. I think we got to, I want to be, I want to play both sides here because they did one with Trump and it was remember the the speech you did with the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. So they, he was, he did like a little dance like uh, (laughs) during that. So like on the stage during that Tulsa rally um, and so the guy was like, and, and these these songs are not bad. They're a little catchy. Like you could probably like jam a little bit and you go, oh man. Um, so they put this one out. Let's see. Let mute that real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, and this one, I thought this one was just as good. Um, and it's, yeah. And that speech, that was one of those ones that looking back, that speech that he did, that was like remarkable. Like, remember it was like right when COVID, it was like, man, he's doing a rally. Um, and now <laughs> yeah. he's doing these full-blown rallies again now that the campaign season's going again
1: um let's see. Know, but he has he has covid now so we're gonna see how that effect in, impacts him
0: yeah
1: I mean, he's off but every every moment matters but the, the, the thing is i think he has such a good ground game set up in these uh, in these states um, I, I do think that his uh, his campaign's heading in the right direction with with the um, it's, you went on doors you really went
0: on doors. I think knocking doors and shaking hands with people and really talking about the issues and not the person That's per right. se. Trump's Trump's biggest strategy, I think, is is he's going to win off the issues. He has to win on the issues and what he's done and what he's going to do. Those are, That's I think,
1: where he he's... Need the debates. He needed to do that. When he did that, he, needed, he did.
0: Yeah, he did really like when he dropped the fact bombs because people are tired. People. The reason people voted for Donald Trump is what we saw in the debate the other night. He literally says it for what it is it's not like he's gonna fluff it up like obama did and then we send a freaking billion dollars to iran uh it's like no we're we're gonna have peace through uh strength we're gonna build up we're not gonna bow down to foreign leaders we're not gonna let china's run us around in circles and then we get to enjoy these clips um of trump as well i i think people kind of sometimes overlook the the beauty and being able to have a president we can have some fun with them too um just having trump uh you got to say this guy you think about this we're living through history right now we got to see fdr got the radio jfk got tv and we got the twitter president like i think that's pretty i I think that's cool because every president after this is going to use twitter or instagram or snap whatever
1: you already (laughs) see what he's
0: done 100%. 100%. People are realizing that this is like a really good strategy. People, That's a good way to reach people. Now you don't have to go to the news. 30 years ago, it was like you had to get a news interview to get to the American people or you had to air something. There's all these extra steps. Now you just get on your phone. People may not like it. A lot of people don't like it. I know Shapiro is one of the biggest critics of Trump on Twitter and he doesn't sometimes put the best stuff out. But man, he just trolls people. He knows, yeah. how, to, he knows how to orchestrate the, the mainstream media. He He really plays with them he'll put out a tweet and then it'll be like sarcastic but then you'll wake up in the morning and cnn goes trump's trying to blow up the planet it's like <laughs> what he wants to what? drop a nuke in a hurricane can bad buy out that, Pull that yeah. out. man he's gonna start world war three with north korea and then he's over there shaking hands and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like huh Yeah, Yeah, Rocket Man, he's like trolling him too while he's doing it. It's like he's over there like, yeah, he's a good guy, but then he's tweeting, he's like, Man, Rocket Man, you better not mess around, man. (laughs) So, all right. So this one's called Trump versus the Ramp. Oh baby this one's this one's good too. You haven't seen this one, right? I don't think so, no. I don't I don't know about any of these. These are funny. Yeah, these are these are good.
2: (laughs) No way! No way! (laughs) Generals are made every so fast! I don't want that! This was a steel random! Really steep! No hand! It was like an ice skating wing! I said there's no way!
0: I gotta say, that's pretty catchy, I'd say, right?
3: Yeah, it's not bad. It's better than the
0: Biden one. I, the Biden one's funny, just because it's like, it's like songified and I've seen it a few yeah. times, but I've been watching these for a while, so I, I know the better ones, like if you watch some other ones, you might, oh yeah, the Biden's a little better. But then they this is a kind of a funny part that they do, use with the Trump one real quick.
2: That's
3: it. Linda, hi Linda. I have a question for you. What do you think
1: is your greatest accomplishment in your eyes?
0: they just got him like running across the world and all that other stuff. So I just think some of that stuff's just uh it's just cheesy, but I just that's some of my that's like some political humor just like you got the hairy legs but then you got the ramp and I just remember cracking up watching a speech he goes, "Yeah, I was just walking down." And then they songified it. It's like, "Oh." So, but man, yeah, I think that's I think that's what we had for I think the show. I think we we covered I think as much as we wanted. I think we're over an hour already and yeah, no, I think J-Dubs, I think this is a pretty successful night. Uh, I didn't think I'd be doing a podcast at nearly one in the morning here in California and almost three-year time. I think that's a – man, I just – know fun. how you, how you doing, Don? How are you going to get off COVID, right? A little Don yeah. with us here in the studio. Um,
1: yeah, put him back up there. I guarantee that dude is – that dude's going to – he's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, he's going to take some hydrochloroquine and he's yeah. gonna be
1: good. drink some fish cleaner as the left thing right or the bleach the bleach i mean you know instead of figuring it out real quick real quick you should look this up I, i'm pretty sure they figured out that lady was actually trying to kill her husband what
0: oh about the fish cleaner yeah what? i i yeah i have no clue about the whole yeah i remember that remember the fish trump trump kills person because i'm like guys like it's just like so outrageous the the left and that's I'm what we can sure husband. i'm pretty sure that's that's what's crazy that's like what the heck but then the left uses that. michael Knowles talked about it yeah i so that's a that's a shout out to the daily wire michael Knowles, shapiro um but yeah no uh but that's what i was gonna say is man the left we get to we get to watch some of these videos and man dude i think we're winning on the culture side at least with the memes i think if there's anything conservatives know how to do and at least people on the, we know how to meme the left. I think we're better. We're better at making more comedy. I think it's, it's not funny when they just bash Trump 24 seven. So that's why I enjoy pulling some, some corn pop. got to pull some corn pop. Um, Yeah. And just getting that out there. But yeah, J dubs, it was a, it was a pleasure, man. I didn't think I'd do this. Uh, This is really unique. So make sure to like, and subscribe, go check out J dubs blog on Twitter. Um, he's kind of like – I think you were a James Woods on the rise, I think. I think oh, James you're, Woods. Uh, James Woods in training. Woods in training. <laughs> like, you put some good stuff out, some good content out, and I think I, you need some more appreciation. So if you have Twitter – if you, and you're doing it on Twitter. Like, I know everybody's trying to move over to Parler and all these, but I'm like, man, there's people like you standing up for just – literally the memes and just literally questioning it's like common sense questions about what the heck is going on um exactly. especially in a in the year that seems to like nothing can go right um but the thing is got another day of life on this earth that we can go out and live thankful for that thankful for being able, able to have a conversation at 12:30 at night what the heck we're doing a podcast um get a call from matt
1: dude matt says let's do any new
0: podcasts Got to do the podcast because yeah because the left the left's already a washington post deletes this article as we're doing the show like how better than that we just covered it i don't know any other podcasts out there covering this right now they're gonna we're dropping this at 1 a.m tonight it looks like and people are gonna wake up they're gonna be able to listen to the matt and chan show hear about the washington post article that got deleted I wonder why we're going to hear about it. We're going to hear Shapiro Rush. Everybody's going to cover it, but I, I just want to be like, hey, we're some of the first people to cover it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't want to. but uh, but yeah, make sure to like and subscribe. Go check out our YouTube channel. We have people like Maga Hulk that have come on our show. Kurt Schilling, three-time world champion Kurt Schilling, has been on the show, and we continue to get people on our show, and we got cool people like Jay Dubs who comes on the show and gives it commentary. I think we did over an hour and yeah, I look forward to the next time, but yeah, J Dubs, I'll give you the honor. Uh, I know Chan, we usually do like the Matt and Chan show, but you can say till next time. This is the Matt and Chan show. I'll, I'll give you the exit today.
1: Well, I um, think you kind of, uh, I said the, the gist of it, but if uh, anyone wants to follow me, follow me at J dubs blog, J D U B B S blog. That's you know just the people who spell J-Dub with one b, it's two b's, man, but uh please give me a follow. I'd love that uh just trying to build a brand for myself on in the politics game and because I enjoy it, and I love it, and hopefully I'll be on this show more often. it seems like yeah. you' you're,
0: you're becoming a contributor, man, you're becoming a contributor I, it. I enjoy also, it also, also, also yeah, I also got to shout out the merch line I'm wearing the the capitalism, please. And for people that don't know about capitalism, a billion people from poverty since 1990. I'm going to drop that stat bomb right now if you don't like capitalism. So make sure to do J-Dub. your research, do your homework. But Educated Females, they did, the, did this merch line. They have a lot of cool pro-life stuff. Celine giving the shout out there to make sure and go and check out that merch. But J-Dub, um, but yeah, it'll be good to have you back on. But till next time, this is the Matt and Chan Show.